This is the Linda Steele Show on News Talk 980 CKNW, now in HD. Details at CKNW.com. Welcome back. Oil and the Looney are both off of their lows of the past few weeks with crude prices hovering just over $32 today while the Looney is edging above 72 cents. Even stocks are positive. But is it just the calm before the next storm or is the bottom in place? With more on this, I'm joined by Michael Campbell, the host of Canada's number one rated financial show, Money Talks. Hey, Michael. Hi, how are you doing? Oh, not too bad. The market's a little happier, as you just alluded to. Well, exactly. And you know what? I swear to God, uh, people got a listen to you. You're always right. Just over two weeks ago, you, in fact, predicted the bounce in oil in the loony. But the question today is really how significant is it? We want to know, are we out of the woods finally? Well, it's interesting. It's not a surprise that they bounced. The day I, I said that uh, it was pretty simple because we were down about 7% on oil prices that day. Mm-hmm. And at the last part of trading, it sort of starts rebounding. And all that tells me is, hey, the selling is exhausted for this moment. And, you know, it's the excess of selling over buying that pushes prices down. And it just looked like, hey, anyone who was worried and was going to sell has just done it. Mm-hmm. So now we can go up a little bit. The other thing that starts happening is, keep in mind, there are people, in, uh, traders, hedge funds, etc., who are actually playing that market to go down, they're seeing the same kind of things and they're saying, you know what? I'm going to get out of this position now. I've made a lot of money, especially quickly. I'm getting out of the position. And in order to get out, they've got to actually be buyers. So that's another you know, issue there. And the other one is that we've got a weaker U.S. dollar. And keep in mind, in all of this stuff, we're measuring in U.S. dollar terms. So the weaker U.S. dollar you know, means that prices go up just to compensate. So, yeah, that's all the background to this bounce. But do I think it's kind of that's it? No, I doubt it, because we've still got the same issues. We've still got this massive supply issue. There was a whole bunch of rumors that maybe Russia could get together with OPEC and they could reduce supply and that way, but none of that pans out. It hasn't panned out in the last 14 months. I suspect it won't for a while. So, yeah, we still have the same fundamental problem. The world is awash in oil and the demand isn't picking up. So, yeah, I mean, it would be very normal now to kind of retest the lows that we set about two weeks ago. After, uh, by the way, the range on the top is about 32 to $34. Okay. Well, so historically, how high do these bounces even go. Yeah, a lot of times they'll retrace, like if you just pick, okay, what's the, the the last time frame? So we go, let's say oil had been trading at about $40, got all the way down to 26 so like a $14 drop. You know, you can go as much as retrace around, you know, the rule of thumb would be about half of that drop. So I'd look for sort of tacking on $7. Mm-hmm. That would be one of the sort of normal ways rules of thumb people would use. The other, you know, that I use is saying, okay, well, they, you know, it had not gone down since December of 08. It couldn't get below and then it did. Not a surprise, it goes down a lot further. So my first sort of target is, let's see how it behaves at the $34 mark. Mm -hmm. You know, that was the previous sort of bottom. You broke through that kind of to a new trading range. So that's what I'll be looking at is $34. I'm not surprised uh, with that at all. If it got that and it goes higher, then we're looking probably 37 38 But yeah, I'm still not anywhere near the camp that says uh, we've seen the last of the downturn. And as for the loony, I know the low loony is good news for a lot of people, bad news for anyone like me heading stateside uh, coming up. What's going to happen to the loony? 
thing. We're getting that bounce. You know, it hit in that 68 and change, 68 cents and change. So not a surprise to me to see it come back. First step is 72. Next step would be 75. Then we'd have a look at it. And again, I want to reemphasize, this is really all about the U.S. dollar. Mm-hmm. The U.S. dollar had this relentless up move against virtually every currency in the world. I'm not a surprise to see it take a rest here. I mean, at some point, these trends need to take a break. They call them corrections, either downside or upside. They're taking a correction. So I'm really looking not so much at the loony. As I say, my numbers are kind of not surprised to see 72 because that was the former low. Get into 75, you know, something like that. But really what I'll be watching is what's going on with the U.S. dollar because that's the key for commodity prices, obviously the key for currencies. And, you know, the U.S. dollar was about due for a little rest. Yeah, I suppose so. But how does that all impact the stock market? Yeah, it's it's interesting. The stock market certainly is a little relieved at this point. It also had had that huge down move. So, of course, uh, there it goes. The stock market gets a recovery. But I, what I thought was really interesting, and I've been asking a lot of analysts, at what point do American companies figure out that Canada's on sale? Yeah. You know, we've got some high-quality companies that are at 40% discounts kind of what they've been, say, just two years ago. And I think we just got an example today. I mean, we saw that Lowe's, the big U.S. chain, mm-hmm. has put in a friendly offer for Rona, the Canadian chain. They're paying $3.2 billion Canadian, but the real thing is that that's only $2.3 billion U.S. You know, and I, I think we're going to see more of that at some point. You're going to get the U.S. side of the coin going, hey, Canada's on sale you know, I want to get me some of that. You know, as yeah. I say, we've got, you know, Rona's a quality company, so presto, there you go. Uh, you know, that discount, you know, works into it. Well, we ran over there and bought their real estate. Are we going to see the Americans coming our way to buy ours? <laughs> yeah, good point, because uh, that's exactly what's going to happen. Now, we don't have any recent numbers here, but um, what we do have, I've got some anecdotal evidence. I'm getting told by realtors up at Whistler that that's where you're seeing it. You're seeing right. a ton of Americans jumping into that market at this point. I mean, obviously, Whistler has been rated the top ski resort in the world. It's going to certainly be more attractive than Aspen or Vail mm-hmm. or those kind of things, but I just found it interesting that I'm now starting to hear that a ton of the sales are going to U.S. buyers. And, yeah, it's got everything to do with the currency exchange. Yeah, interesting. And, and here's sort of the controversial question. What about Chinese buyers of our real estate? What do you predict there? Yeah, we've got to do something on that when we get time because, uh, you know, that's a very – we better be careful what we wish for. One of the reasons, just so we know, that Vancouver and then it sort of spreads out through the greater Vancouver district, et cetera, has been so buoyant, especially compared to other jurisdictions, is the influence of money. But as I say, we'll leave that for another uh, question. But here's the thing. The markets, I think, is twofold. On the one hand, you've got the lower end of the market. That's being influenced by the number of people coming in. Like we had net in-migration of 38,000. They've got to live somewhere in the greater Vancouver. You've got 1%, 2%, 3% interest rate kind of deal. That's, those are the drivers, I think, the key variables on the sort of the lower, more affordable end. Once you get into the uh, expensive homes, and I guess that's everything, but let's, let's call it two, two and a half, three million and above. That's where you've seen the influence. Uh, And again, you talk to realtors and they'll tell you this. Now we're collecting stats. We'll see what they say. But every other thing I've seen has told me that, yes, you've got a big influence from uh, Asian buying, coming, especially coming out of China. So here's the deal. If there were no Chinese buyers, you would see a significant correction at the upper end of the market. And what's happening right now in China, and these are key facts you're not hearing enough about, last year a trillion dollars, U.S. dollars, left 
China. That is not how you grow an economy. Their economy's in trouble. Their government's going to be extremely worried. So they have consistently upped the ante in terms of currency controls. And just this past week, they did a whole other set of them. When they get successful in preventing money from leaving that country, that's when we'll feel it here. And as I say, the debate will be on whether that's good or bad. Yeah, always interesting. I'm not in the market for a $9 million home anyway. So. <laughs> Me neither. Yeah. Thanks, Michael Campbell. Okay, thanks, Linda. All right, here is your last chance. We're giving away a pair of tickets to the Wellness Show, February 12th to 14th at the Vancouver Convention Center. Today, we're also giving away a $100 gift certificate from Palm Natural Market in Vancouver and Port Coquitlam. And all you have to do is email me your favorite wellness tip to win, linda at cknw.com, and we are going to announce the winner uh, when we come back.